everyone. Today's reading is Isaiah 53. And uh, as you read it, you're going to be very clearly seeing that this is about Jesus. What? Uh, but some quick uh, context is Isaiah is prophesying um, during the reigns of when Israel and uh, Israel is going to fall to Assyria uh, and Judah is going to fall to Babylon. And a lot of people uh, will say that these passages are coming to us in the middle of Hezekiah's reign. And so earlier, King of Judah, right? King of Judah. So, so Israel has probably, or Israel is falling or has already fallen at this point. Um, and it looks like, uh, it probably looks like Judah is going to fall as well. Although Hezekiah is one of the few good kings that comes around. And Isaiah has already prophesied about the servant of the Lord in Isaiah 49 and has talked about how the servant of the Lord is going to bring a new covenant and all these amazing things. And so this is where Isaiah 40, 52 and 53, it's pretty hard to say that this is going to be Hezekiah or even a later good king named Josiah. It's pretty hard to say that this is going to be them. And yet Isaiah includes these prophecies to really expand upon what does it really mean for the King of Kings, the Messiah, the anointed? What does that really mean? Um, and in fact, uh, there are some Jewish traditions um, that are so reluctant to read these at these two chapters that they just don't read them. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think, um, and we see in the New Testament, like, you know, we've heard a lot of, and we've heard a lot of sermons about people being like, oh, like when they expected a Messiah, they expected like a king who would like victorious with chariots and like, you know, like, Rah, rah, overthrow. But um, yeah, I feel like even back then, maybe they didn't really read Isaiah chapter 52 and 53 because clearly this servant of the Lord, this king of kings was a king who had to suffer, right? Man of sorrows, right? Like, right. like this is not the picture of like the leader we would want to liberate us. Which I think is important to remember because for most of you that are listening to this, uh, you've grown up at church or you've been at church for a really long time and heard this idea of, oh, Jesus dying, Jesus dying, Jesus dying. And yet the idea that the Messiah, the leader would have to die, it really is, it really is so it's, upside down. It's so upside down. In fact, it's so upside down that this is actually the passage that the Ethiopian eunuch is reading when Philip gets teleported to him and he's Acts, in, uh, uh, in Acts. Acts and, and the eunuch is literally like, I don't understand this. Like I got, WTF. yeah, like I got everything up to this point in Isaiah is probably what he's thinking. Like I understood the historical, like all this other stuff, but these passages throw such a wrench into our idea of God and, yeah. and the Messiah. Um, and I think that's an important thing for you as um, you read today's passage, like, uh, Try not to read it as a Christian, I guess, you know, <laughs> read it as somebody who's, who, who understands that God loves them, who understands that God wants to lead them and bless them. And yet, like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what's going yeah, on And here? I think part of putting yourself in that mindset, too, is realizing, like, the extent that sin, like, affects your life. Like, this is the only way to, like, get rid of sin. It's like, you know, like, to disinfect something, you need to put, like, alcohol on it, and it hurts. Yeah. Right? But, like, this is, like, on, like, a whole other level. Like, someone good needs to suffer and die. If you look at, through the first 11 verses of this uh, chapter, uh, I counted 10 different reasons uh, that this uh, this servant had to die. The man of God had to die. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I remember read. there's a lot of good stuff in here. Like, I've memorized a lot of us from here. There's a lot of, like, 
references um, in songs and literature to this chapter because it is such a crucial chapter in our Christian uh, theology and, and stuff. And so I hope that you can also see that God's plan for Jesus uh, came from the Old Testament. Like it's, it's hundreds of years, thousands of years. And our Passion Week this week connects us to that, that in, enormous history that God's plan of redemption uh, came to be. Right, because we saw it yesterday in Passover, mm-hmm. more than a millennia before, yeah. almost two millennia before, and then here in Isaiah, almost a millennia before Jesus. Yeah, and again, we see that. So to connect to yesterday, right, like we have the sacrificial lamb. If you ever, there's other places in the Old Testament that talk about this too, but uh, yes, yeah, the sacrificial lamb that needs to be slain in order to uh, have God pass over his judgment. Right. Great. Have a wonderful time reading today. Bye.